Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The United Nations is still funding anti-Israel education with American tax dollars in Palestine. We interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper, who just went to Israel and interviewed a Knesset member. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today we have a newsmaking interview with a returning guest and longtime friend of myself and this program, Dr. Anthony Harper, who runs Inter-Christian News Media. Uh, welcome, Dr. Harper, to the program. I, I said that wrong. What's the name of your organization? Uh, well, it's uh, actually uh, Intermountain Christian News. That's what it is. IMCnews.org is the website. And you recently went to Israel. Talk about why you did that. Uh, I went to Israel to uh, have a meeting uh, at the Knesset building. It's regarding uh, UNRWA, which stands for United Nations Relief Workers Agency, and the UN, as you mentioned before, um, uh, with our tax dollars, supporting these schools that are inciting kids to violence against the Jews. So this was a uh, subcommittee hearing uh, with uh, the chairman of that meeting, uh, a Knesset member, Yehuda Glick, um, and uh, it was very, it was a very emotional experience uh, being there. Uh, as you know, uh, the Jewish people are always under threat um, by terrorists, and uh, it's a serious problem what's happening in in these uh, refugee refugee camps in these UN schools. So you're a member of the press, but you also lead a news organization that has dozens of newspapers, and uh, you're an affiliate with a group that prints American news from a Christian perspective. You have a White House press pass. You've been in the White House to interview the White House spokesman, Josh Ernst, and various uh, officials in Washington, D.C. But this time, you bought a plane ticket to Israel to interview their elected officials, members of the Knesset, or their version of our local Congress, in that subcommittee meeting, when you talked with uh, Knesset member Yehuda Glick, who was the chairman of this subcommittee, were they upset about the United Nations doing this? Were they upset with America for funding it with, with our tax dollars? What do they want? Well, uh, both uh, upset that the United States is the leading, the donor nation to this UN agency. And uh, you know, very concerned, it's very such a, seri it's such a serious problem and uh, uh, the Knesset member Yehuda Glick uh, was very impassioned about this issue. Uh, he is for peace, and how can there be peace with these uh, schools inciting kids to violence against the Jews? And and, and definitely they would want the United States, um, uh, specifically Yehuda Glick would want the United States not to uh, allow this to happen. Uh, with with all the money that is being given, I uh, think that was mentioned 400 million uh, per year. I mean, uh, that, that's a lot of, of money. 
and not to mention the other money that uh, the Palestinian uh, uh, the Palestinians are getting from Arab nations. But um, it's a very serious problem. So this curriculum has to stop, and the U.S. can demand that this curriculum doesn't take place. Well, this organization at the UN, UNRWA, or the UN Relief Workers Agency, is trying to do good work around the world. They're trying to fund education, but in this case, they're giving money to Palestinian schools that are teaching what to their children? Uh, teaching uh, hate, a, a curriculum you know, with mock uh, war, uh, war scenes, uh, acting out, uh, the, the textbooks do not include Israel as existing. Uh, Israel is not on the maps, which is, is it's an exciting and a continuing problem with uh, viewing um, Israel as the occupier of their land. They refer to it as Palestine. What's well, not, not the reality at all. Um, Israel is a nation and it is their land. So Yehuda Glick, the chairman of this subcommittee in the Knesset, met with you privately to give you an interview. We're gonna air a segment of that interview, not right now, but uh, after the next segment. What, what were his, some of the themes of the subcommittee meeting that you heard them talk about? Well, basically it was about the, the, the different types of curriculum uh, that the schools are um, employing. As I mentioned, uh, reference the maps issue. Um, you know the uh, the, the mock uh, war uh, situations, um, and uh, you know just basically continue to to uh, I would say the propaganda is that you know this is their land and Israel's occupier, but it's just just fueling this hatred towards the Jews and. Uh, in, in, in the textbooks, um, a lot of misinformation, and uh, it, it is very troubling, the, the evidence that was presented by um, uh, key members, uh, that not, not specifically of the Knesset, but uh, um, Mr. David Bedin is a news reporter in Jerusalem. Uh, he's for the center, uh, with the Center for Near East Studies, uh, and uh, he had his experts uh, there to do this presentation uh, with Yehuda Glick, and uh, Yehuda Glick is very aware of this, the Palestinian refugee camps and the problems there. And uh, I think I mentioned before, uh, Yehuda Glick was shot four times by a terrorist uh, in his uh, position with the Temple Institute. We're gonna uh, talk about that. Well, let's take a short break when we come back. Are they going to, is Israel going to rebuild the Temple Mount? And Yehuda Glick is in the middle of that fight. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Let's take a stand with Israel today. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign a petition to defend Israel, who is America's closest ally, certainly in the Middle East, if not in the entire world. We remember watching Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu give that speech at the UN when he warned about the making of an Islamic nuclear bomb, and that is being forged in Iran. But what are we doing now? The USA is negotiating with the Europeans to 
allow Iran to continue to develop nuclear material. Well, that's not right. Do we really trust this man, Hassan Rouhani, the president of Iran, who is the former nuclear weapons chief? You don't think they're gonna build a nuclear bomb when his predecessor, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, literally threatened to wipe Israel off the map of history. Now, we need to take a stand. Why is American foreign policy to fund the Muslim Brotherhood? Let's sign a petition to stop that. Stop sending our taxpayer dollars to fund the Muslim Brotherhood. And let's also sign a petition to protect the Jewish homeland. Both of those are available today at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. And when you sign those petitions, we will fax them to Congress. Instead, the failed foreign policy of the Obama administration, starting with Hillary Clinton and now John Kerry, is pressuring Israel to give up Jerusalem? Why? We should never divide the eternal capital of Israel, which is Jerusalem, and we should move the American embassy there. But instead, now the Obama administration is unfreezing the Iranian bank accounts, sending $7 billion to them on the hope of empty promises that maybe they'll stop their nuclear program. Let's defend Israel. The Jewish people are our friends. They have a right to security in their homeland. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign that petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm joined again by Dr. Anthony Harper, Intermountain Christian News, imcnews.org. And he's talking about his recent trip to Israel when he got to interview a member of the Knesset, Yehuda Glick. Dr. Anthony, this guy, Yehuda Glick, is a member of the Likud party, very conservative, but he's also part of this uh, Temple Mount restoration movement. What is that? Oh, the Temple Institute is an uh, organization that has collected uh, all the essential elements uh, that would be for a new temple. And, and, and I had previously met uh, with a, a rabbi, uh, um, with, was the director of the Temple Institute for this private interview, stating that it, it, they are ready at any moment to have the temple rebuilt. Everything, uh, they have all the materials for that. And uh, so it's just a, just a matter of uh, the timing of that. Of course, the Muslims are very threatened by this idea, and uh, thus the, that action to, by that terrorist to kill Yehuda Glick in his efforts. So he was shot four times when he, as a member of the Knesset, was on the Temple Mount near the Al-Aqsa Mosque, near the, uh, the, the place where the Temple Mount would be built. Would there be a conflict? Would they be in too close a proximity if they were to lay a cornerstone, if they were to rebuild this Jewish temple on top of where King Solomon's temple was, would that cause, I mean, literally World War III, that I can't imagine the Muslims would like this. Oh, it would be a, a tremendous battle. Uh, it is, the, the Muslims are so fearful that uh, their mosque, the Dome of the Rock, uh, would be destroyed and, uh, and the temple uh, being rebuilt there. But I wanted to, to uh, make a correction at that uh, Yehuda Klik was not a Knesset member at the time that he was shot. He's, uh, this, this incident happened a couple years ago, uh, but uh, he's just a new member of the Knesset, but he still has uh, ties to the Temple Institute, and uh, you know, definitely um, Muslims feel threatened by his presence um, and the, the Temple Institute. 
So yes, we we are dealing with a very serious uh, issue. It's uh, very troubling. I could imagine the Muslim world being united against uh, Jerusalem uh, and against us, the United States, because we've been supporting Israel. You've read the Bible. You're a Christian minister. What is the prophetic significance, uh, perhaps out of the book of Revelation, of King Solomon's temple being rebuilt in our generation? Well, it's very significant. It's part of prophecy. Uh, this being uh, part of the end time scenario where the temple uh, would be rebuilt. And uh, uh, we have from the book of Ezekiel uh, about uh, the references uh, of the temple existing and out from underneath the temple, uh, water flowing to the Dead Sea that heals the Dead Sea and there'll be fishing in the Dead Sea as there is in the Great Sea, uh, a time of uh, peace this thousand years. So uh, the temple does exist and uh, you know, uh, how this comes about is, is the question. Uh, the, several speculations, that being that God uh, would, uh, would cause an earthquake that would destroy the Muslim mosque, the Dome of the Rock, uh, giving, giving way for the, the Jews to rebuild there. Uh, I can't imagine that the, 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 the Jews of the part of the Temple Institute would want uh, a pagan shrine to be there on that Temple Mount. Well, and there are also Israeli engineers who are studying how to use tunnel boring machines to literally dig a, a channel from the Mediterranean Sea where, where there's fresh water to the Dead Sea where there's salt water. And that could you know, funnel this fresh water and re-liven re the Dead Sea. And so in the future, there could actually be fish swimming in the Dead Sea once again, if that is ever restored. Aside from the prophetic significance, talk to us for a minute about this interview. Set this up with Yehuda Glick. We're going to show his full interview in about a couple of minutes here. What, where, where were you standing, and and how did you get access? Um, okay, um, you know I was there uh, at the Knesset for this subcommittee hearing, uh, the presentation by Mr. David Bedin and his uh, uh, his his. Um, uh, colleagues, um, but uh, Yehuda Glick's uh, scheduler there, his representative, was there at that meeting and was especially intrigued by my experience as a White House news reporter and the denial statement that I got from the White House that there's a problem. Uh, so uh, they were open to having this interview, this private interview, the following day. So I was invited to uh, go back to the Knesset on Wednesday, July 20th. Uh, in the morning for this We have to interview. take a short break, but when we come back from this break, Dr. Anthony Harper's interview with Yehuda Glick. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How is your marriage doing? Ladies, would you like to learn how to get your husband to love you the way Christ loves the church? Men, would you like your wife to show proper respect? You know, there's a Bible way to have a godly marriage. I'm not saying I'm the expert, but we interview in a four-part video teaching series, a marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. 
you want to have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. It's great to be here with uh, uh, M.K. Yehuda Glick. I'm with the Intermountain Christian News. And yesterday, uh, we had a meeting about UNRWA, which is, uh, stands for the United Nations Relief Workers Agency, and the concern uh, about uh, there's the issue of U.S. tax dollars uh, funding UNRWA and other nations. And uh, we had a lot of concerns, and I heard your presentation yesterday about this issue. Um, and, and one of those issues was a lot of the donor nations and the money going in here and being wasted and, and, and used for these curriculum in the schools to incite uh, kids to violence against the Jews. So uh, for our listeners, what would, uh, you know, to follow up, what would you say about this issue this concern? You, know, you, would, you would expect uh, if an organization begins with UN and United Nations, you, you, you imagine somebody that's, that's interested in bringing peace and solving problems and promoting, uh, bringing us to, to a better place and to a much more peaceful uh, situation. And when we look at the facts, it's very sad to see that so many people around the world are, are, are investing so much goodwill and so many dollars for, for that purpose are actually, not only are they not solving problems, they're making the problems much more sophisticated. They're turning the problems into becoming uh, just long-lasting instead of bringing a solution. And we look at the, at the refugee camps, which is one of the most, I think no place in the world we have refugee camps that are still still there 70 years later. And and, and these people could have had such a, so much hope. And you get the feeling that somebody has a real interest to freeze the situation. And, and, and it really, and I'm, I'm so happy that, that yesterday we spoke about it and we brought up the issue. And I, and I think the people that came got a, got a deeper understanding about the uh, need to really st stop this and let people know where their dollars are going. It, it's, it's really a, a serious concern in the U.S., I, as you may know. Um, I was at the White House uh, and, and got a denial statement. When I was there in March, I asked about, what about the U.S. tax dollars that are going into the UNRWA and, and this money being used or socked off to go into the, to support this hateful school curriculum and the White House responded in denial that there's a problem. They said that they've cleaned up their act. They're not doing this anymore. If you close your eyes, it doesn't mean that, that, that the situation disappears. And if you repeat a sentence again and again, you repeat a lie again and again, it doesn't become true. Mm -hmm. uh, I think anybody, doors are open, you can go visit and see for your own self. And we saw yesterday videos that were filmed now. We're, we're, I'm talking to you right now, we're in the mid-July 2016. Mm -hmm. we, just now, the summer schools, vacation in, 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 the, in these refugee camps, we saw the, 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 the parties, they celebrated the end of the school year. One, again and again, are children being uh, instigated, ch children being incited to go and, and train to kill the Jews, and to, and to really believe that one day they're going to be able to kill all the Jews. And Instead of giving these kids science, uh, get, teaching these kids uh, to look for, uh, for to, to invest in their future, mm -hmm. and and they're, they're they're stuck 
teaching and, and encouraging these, these poor kids to, to, to stay in this uh, sad situation. You know, this is a very serious concern I need to share with uh, other Christian newspapers. Uh, we have about 17 million readers of uh, uh, Christian newspapers in the U.S. and Canada. And so I want to, to get so this I'm message out. So I'm sending a message out from Jerusalem. <coughs> you, you see with my the Temple Mount in my background, mm -hmm. World Center yes. for Peace and United. And, 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 and here we have a chance of a place which is sanctified to so many different religions. And we say, let the message of peace come from here. And make sure your investments are investing for a future of peace instead of for a future of war and bloodshed. Well, it was very disturbing, as I mentioned, about the, the White House. I got an angry response because I shared this concern with other news reporters. But it was considered a badge of honor. To I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to interfere in other countries' politics, and I don't think it's fair. Just, I just like I don't want other administrations involved in what's going on. What we, we did yesterday was not getting involved, it was just showing the facts and, 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 and inviting people to right. start to learn and, and ask questions. Mm -hmm. yeah, of course, in the U.S. Congress there actually is an attempt to deal with this issue with legislation this summer and uh, Senator Risch is the uh, chairman of the Subcommittee of Foreign Relations and there's one in the Congress as well. Um, what, I'm just curious about what other Knesset members have taken a serious interest in besides you here. Look, I, I believe the uh, the Kaukas of the uh, Jewish Israel, Israel Parliament and uh, the uh, Christian uh, communities will probably take a stand on the issue, mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm sure uh, uh, from here I'll, we will be in touch, and we will definitely be a, a meditator with with all the Knesset members on the issue. I'm happy that I have the privilege of hosting this uh, this committee, this conference yesterday, mm -hmm. and I'm. Uh, and, and we will continue working on front and uh, I believe the chairman of the Knesset himself, a uh, um, uh, member of Knesset, Yuli Edelstein, will definitely uh, do his best to uh, help us out. What, what do you know about the Yeshati party and maybe their possible interest in, in the Sunni issue? Well, I think uh, Yair Lapid was the head of the Yeshati. Lately, uh, becoming, uh, he, he was in the past really uh, somebody who was, was closing his eyes to to, to, to these things, and I think he's becoming more aware. And I think we have, we, there is a hope that we will be able to, to get him involved in the issue also. I hope, I can hope, but I don't mind, I'm not a spokesman. You know, as mentioned yesterday, it would be, it would be it's, it's so important for the U.S. to take the lead here because the U.S. is one of the, it is one of the leading donor nations uh, about this issue. Yeah, no, but you know, yeah, as I said, Yair Lapid has been speaking strongly out of it against all the, the, the digital delegitimization de 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 of Israel. And I think he will probably take a stand on this issue also, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm quite, quite convinced that he will. He will. I mean, it's 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 facts. It's not it's not it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Right. Oh, I wanted to mention that uh, evangelical Christian leaders in America they oppose this UNRWA issue and, and this violence, and they they honor the two of uh, Israel's great kings, uh, David and Solomon. And they see a solution to terrorism found in Psalms 33:12 and Second Chronicles 7:14. Uh, you're familiar with yes. those? Yes, I'm, I'm quite familiar. But I, I really like to connect to Isaiah, Isaiah 2, which speaks about a, a world, a, a no more war, no more bloodshed, coming right. from a message of all the nations. So you know, when you have a place which is sanctified mm -hmm. to different religions, there's a possibility of friction. Yeah. There's also a possibility of, of cooperation. And I think the evangelical leaders in the world should have a say. And I even see that as part of the redemption process. Because if I would tell you a hundred years ago 
that there would be millions of Christians in the world supporting a Jewish state in Israel, it would sound, sound pretty peculiar. Yeah. And here we have it seen in front of you. It's happening. It's happening. But I don't know if you know who Billy Graham is, uh, a very famous right? <laughs> yes. His, his son, Franklin Graham, is touring all the 50 states in America, calling America to repent. You know, the churches and all that. He's, he's saying that we need to honor God again. Okay. He's, you know, I start with myself. I hope, I hope I'll repent. I hope I do. Okay, so when I, when I, when I finish dealing with my problems yeah. and my sins, I'll deal with other people's sins. But I think everybody, we, have, we can look back in history and, and join this wonderful... Uh, godly uh, phenomena which is happening here in the Middle East. I want to encourage people to pray for you and all those here you. and so uh, for Israel and Thank America. But we, so we are uh, in perilous times and it's a miracle that you're here after your encounter with terrorism that you are a miracle. He Thank picked God. me up, he embraced me and he said, Yehuda, get to work. Your yes. mission's not over. So yes. My mission's not over. It's a, it's a blessing to be with you Thank today, you. and uh, may you have a great day in um, Israel and, for and, peace. And I might, might take, I'll take advantage of the, of, the, of, yes. the, of this moment and thank all of those around uh -huh. the world, and many of your 17 million viewers who prayed for me and were uh -huh. hearing and were really with me in their heart. Thank uh -huh. you so much. You're, you're welcome. And I'd love to say from Hatikva, I like the last part of Hatikva, Lihoram Hoshi, Beratzenu, Beratzion, Berushalayim. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I want to make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. Our thanks to Dr. Anthony Harper, White House correspondent who traveled to Israel. Where else but on PIJN News are you gonna find interviews in Israel with Knesset members who were rebuilding the Temple Mount. Are you kidding? Yehuda Glick, this is like the best thing we've seen in a long time. But we need your donations to stay on the air and bring you these exciting interviews. Please donate today. Call our prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. The Bible says in Matthew chapter six, when you do a charitable deed, don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. Give, let your giving be in secret. And your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time.
Chaplain Klingenschmidt is a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy who earned his Ph.D. in theology from Regent University. As a former Navy chaplain, by taking a public stand for freedom of speech and religious expression, and by sacrificing his own 16-year career and million-dollar pension, he was vindicated by the U.S. Congress, who changed the law and restored freedom for military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps not only defended the Constitution, but his petitions have helped change the law in 10 states, restoring freedom to pray in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.